What's that on up yonder? Why, it looks like two hillbillies talking about mini trucks to me. <laughs> Y'all are fixing to listen to the voice of the lowlife. Gather around and revel in the good word of the lowest common denominator podcast. So, Shay, at what point does the world go complete full Mad Max? I've been wondering that for like three months now. When do we get to the point that we wrap our vehicles in barbed wire, grow green mohawks, spray paint red anarchy symbols over everything, and race out into the desert against the moonlit night to seize a tractor trailer full of hand sanitizer? The only thing that really matters to me is I gotta wear one of those cool masks. What kind of masks? I don't know. Do you watch the newest one? Oh, of course I, I've watched I the newest one. I want to wear one of those metal-looking ones. You mean like, okay, like a Morton Joe type mask? Yeah, something like that. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Or I could ride on the back of one, and I could attempt to play a guitar, which I can't play, but I'd learn it if it's Mad Max time. Straight from the hills and hollers of eastern Kentucky, we're fresher than a dozen eggs from a one-legged brown hen. We put the cult in mini trucking culture. We are your voice of the low life. I'm LMC, and this is my co-host, Shay Mullins. Oh. <sighs> yeah. And we are joining you once again for another episode of the Lowest Common Denominator podcast. Now, tonight's going to be a little bit different, isn't it, Shay? Oh, yes. It's going to be very different from anything. It's going to be very different because, you know, it's taking us 45 minutes to set this up, and then I finally bailed out and had to phone a friend to make it work. Yeah. What are we going to do tonight? Oh, we're going to have the actual club panel and maybe start a cult. So this is, (laughs) do you say maybe start a cult? Well, I just have to throw it out there. Well, of course you do, right. In case it happens, you know. This is the first of hopefully many, if you, the valued listeners, enjoy it, of the LCD Town Hall series. This particular Town Hall series has a representative from a big club and a representative from a small club. Yes. But those adjectives don't pertain because everything is equal here in the confines of the LCD Town Hall. And we're going to discuss some merits. We're going to discuss some stories and some philosophies and some histories and all sorts of neat things. But we have two special guests. And when we first started talking about this, you and I got together and we brainstormed about who we could have on that would Mm -hmm. be more than representative of their reflective interest, right? Yes. yes. And we come up with two people. Mm -hmm. And I guess we can go ahead and introduce them. First and foremost, and I'm not putting this in any particular order, I guess technically I am because I've known this cat a little bit longer. Okay. From Smooth Impressions in Beckley, West Virginia, which is our small club entry, John Lilly. How you doing, John? Hey, Lee. What's up, Shay? How y'all doing? Man, we're doing great. Thank you for joining us on the other end of the spectrum. And I've known him for a very long time, too, just because he is southernly challenged and lives in the flatlands. <laughs> then it doesn't make me like him any less. Although he keeps bringing it up. You know, it does come up occasionally. And he is Scotty Benningfield, who is a member of Severed Ties. How you doing, Scotty? I'm doing good. Hello from the the north. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, again, (laughs) Appalachian culture, one-legged brown hen, (laughs) mountains. But that's okay, because you've seen the mountains in pictures. I mean, <laughs> you probably you probably have some National Geographics on your coffee table, right? Isn't that what y'all do up there? The picture that's framed on the wall. Well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Guys, again, thank you all for joining us. This is the first LCD Town Hall series, and this is something that we put a lot of thought and a lot of planning into, and then we forgot all of it. So we have absolutely no idea what this episode will entail. But Shay and I always talk about clubs. Mm-hmm. Shay and I have both been in clubs mm-hmm. of various sizes. You know, I've been in some big clubs. He's been in some big clubs. We've both been in small clubs. Actually, you've probably not been in any national big clubs, have you, Shay? Nope, small clubs. I forget. You've been in, in, in a, oh, God, sedatophobia for a very long time now. Oh, yes. Uh, 
12 years. Cool. And on the other end of the spectrum, I'm like a bunch of failed marriages when it comes to clubs. Uh, I've been in two or three for a very short amount of time, none of which I really want to write home about. And we'll kind of leave my experiences out of it because this episode is not about us. It is about our our lovingly willing and blindly trusting guest here on this episode. So how we're going to do this is I think, what do you think, Shay? Should we allow these gentlemen to kind of talk a little bit about themselves for just a moment? Should we let them give them their own introduction? Well, or should I make up a bunch of stuff? I, I'm fine with either of those, honestly. That, that both <laughs> sounded entertaining to me. Well, you know, I've already painted a picture of Scotty's den with a bunch of leather-bound books and National Geographics with <laughs> 606 episodes of, you know, the magazine there on his coffee table. I have known both these guys for a really long time. And, and uh, both of them have been huge influences to me. Whether they realize it or not, it's, it's people that I've always held in the utmost respect. And, and a lot of times I bounce ideas off these guys, and I have over the years, and I've, I've been very lucky enough to call them friends. I realize these two are a little bit newer to you, Shay, but mm-hmm. if you learn them you know, like I did, I think you're going to be blown away by the character represented on this call. And that's enough sucking up. Now let's let them do their own introductions. So, John, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself? All right. I've been in the car scene, mainly car scene. I can't say mini trucks. I've never actually owned a mini truck, uh, mostly ricers. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, I've been in it since. See, he is one, so he can say that, but we can't. Yeah. Um, I, jo- I joined uh, Smooth Impressions. I, wa- I actually wasn't an original member. Um, I ended up joining it because me and uh, the president at the time, Ended up uh, racing through Raleigh, North Carolina together. Uh, We were both coming back from Southern North Carolina. I was coming from a show called the Pickle Festival. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. uh, John, pump the brakes. Pump the brakes, man. Pickle Festival? Did did the pickles make you excited? Yes. Well, it definitely got my attention. I mean, like... Never heard of such things. Is it a, is it a festival based of pickles? Yeah, is are there pickle tasting? Do you is there like pickle? Oh, yeah, there's like every everything pickle down there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they do have a big car show. So okay, what do the trophies look like exactly? Please tell me they're pickle shaped. Actually, they were pickles. They, were, they did have pickles on the trophies. That's awesome. And you got a jar of the pickles too. Oh well, I tell you what, John. One thing that Shay and I have discovered is that you, much like Nicolas Cage, are a time traveler. Yeah. Because you don't age. Yeah, you don't. You have looked 17 years old since the day I met you. Must be nice. Now, you are either, what, 14 or 60. I'm not really sure. How old are you, man? <laughs> I'm closer to 60. <laughs> I'm 37. Are you really 37? I've, I've been in the scene. Man, yeah, 37. I've been in the scene since pre-Fast and Furious. So I've seen that whole boom and all, and everything associated with it. Dude, they card you when you go into Chuck E. Cheese. Come on. <laughs> They do. They, they they don't usually let me go out with my kids. <laughs> they think I'm trying to take them. <laughs> on the other end of the spectrum, let's let's go over to Scotty here for a second. Scott, why don't you give us just a little introduction about yourself so that I can find something to pick on you about? Well, we've all found that that's easy. That's good, <laughs> but, uh, no, so um, I've been doing this for a lot longer than I probably can remember. I actually am also 37. Huh. Honestly, my first vehicle was not a mini truck. Sadly, it was a Beretta of all things, that three weeks after I got it, I very much regretted because I found a lowered S10 for sale for the exact same price that I paid for my car. Wow. A Beretta? Yeah. Really? Uh, A Beretta. Yeah. Yeah, which it got lowered on moderately uncool wheels at the time (laughs) and uh, stupid exhaust and 
Um, so you guys actually so. have a little bit in common. You've been in the sport compact scene. I won't even say Ricer. Again, I'm not one, so I can't. Yeah. But you've been in the sport compact scene <laughs> a little bit yourself. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I like all things, all engineers of, of vehicles. But uh, yeah, it was it was all right. It was it was a good car for for the for the first little bit. But uh, then I moved on to my white S, S10. It just snowballed. Absolutely. Very no, cool. I understand. Well, let's hear about your club situation. What do you represent? Uh, I am a proud member of Severed Ties. I'm actually part of the Ohio chapter. Uh, I am very uh, Surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah, co- color us surprised here. Ohio. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, so I'll, I'll, if, if allow me to make it worse then for you. I'm actually originally from Detroit, Michigan. So oh, I know um, that. I, I know that. We, I won't I hold know. that against you. Talk it up so, the ballpark. <laughs> we, we know some good people. We know a few good people from Michigan. A few questionable people from Michigan, but a few good people. So, anyway, again, we're kind of getting a little established here in the club thing and stuff. Now, Sever Ties, Shay, Dad. What, man, I got to do it at least once. Oh, Harold, I'm going to make it. Y'all like that? I hate you. But let me play the song of my people. Stop. Anyway, so that's going to be completely deleted the entire uh, last 30 no, seconds. Thanks, no. man. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so back to the club thing. You know, the whole reason we brought you guys on here is that we always talk about clubs, and we wanted to kind of get – you remember in, in, like, high school and elementary school, we did the compare and contrast papers. You know, that's kind of what we're looking at right now. We're kind of looking for some comparisons and some contrasting. And we're not going to ask you all a bunch of questions per se. We just kind of hope some of this comes out organically. Severtize is considered one of the big three. Now, have you been in Severtize? Is that your entire club experience, uh, Scott? Or were you in other clubs? Or how did that go? No, I, I was actually a member for uh, for several years of one of the other big three. Okay. Uh, okay. And then that, that came to a standstill. Sure. I got you. Um, you know, it, it happens. Uh, it does. It does. But, um, no, I, I, I kind of I, I gravitated one of my uh, absolute best friends, Josh Hartman. He had really started hanging around the Ohio guys through a series of events. And, you know, he was one of the of the, the friends list of people that, that really was there for me through some difficult times in, in my life. Sure. And uh, we've I've, no, I've known him for oh, God, a lot of years um, locally. We cruised, all, I mean, just, you know, local, local good friend. And uh, we just, we kind of reconnected right before everything kind of happened. Right. And um, we actually, we came to the, the H word. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, thank you for respecting that. Yeah, we appreciate that. <laughs> He's just going to edit it out. So I mean, you say uh, it, the whole word, it's just gone. We just, uh, it just kind of turned into me hanging around. Um, I have a lot of friends uh, prior to that that were. What's that like? Within, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would like to know to that too. It's, what is it like to have those? I also have friend. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you two are actually some of the most beloved people that I've ever met. Uh, you say you have a lot of friends, and, and you and John both are very similar as far as when you speak of either of you two in the respective crowds it is automatically met with just, oh, my God, those guys are so great. And that's part of the reason we're so overjoyed to bring you on here is I think we chose the best representatives that we possibly could have of your respective, I don't want to say fields, but I don't want to keep saying clubs either. John, going back to you for just a second, so we kind of know what got Scotty into the big three. What got you into Smooth Impressions? What makes you gravitate towards a smaller club? Did we already answer that? My ADD kicked in. I know we were talking about pickles and street racing. He said way too much caffeine. And I've had a lot of caffeine today. Sorry, guys. So much caffeine. So much caffeine. No, no. No, man, it's all all right. No, I mean, ultimately, our club, 
you know, it started out, I mean, I'll kind of get into the history real quick, but it started out back in 1999, and uh, Jerry McCann and Jazz Mickey uh, formed the club, and like it started jazz. out as an audio club. They traveled uh, around to a lot of the Mecca competitions and uh, yeah. just competed. They decided to start the club, and uh, they really started off strong, um, got up to 10 members. I was a broke high school kid, so uh, they, <laughs> they had a $20 a month dues and you know i was trying to build a car so i wasn't i wasn't wanting to pay the dues so i had no interest in joining the club right and uh but uh, but some of my buddies ended up getting into it and uh so like i said for the next year or so they kept asking me to join and and uh reluctantly uh you know never never did join uh until (laughs) my sister actually uh took gymnastic lessons from Jerry, who was the president at the time. And like I said, we were on that trip back from North Carolina. We ended up racing each other through Raleigh. And uh, he wouldn't say as much of a, ra- of a race. Pretty well kicked my butt through there. But, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so the next week, uh, he told my sister to have me come in and talk to him. And uh, so we talked things out. And he kind of explained the purpose of what he wanted Smooth Impressions to be. And it sounded really good. So I ended up joining that after that. And uh, so, I mean, that's kind of my origins with the club and never really had a desire to join any bigger clubs or any national clubs. So, So, Scotty, do you remember the first time you laid eyes on a Severtized logo? Uh, Yeah, it was actually in a magazine and Hmm. I was like 12 or 13, 14, somewhere in there. I would have to dig back and and find that it was uh, either trucking or street trucks. Uh, Maybe it was sport truck and it was uh, it was a feature truck. Ironically, Kevin can dig it. It was, it was his truck. Very cool, very and, cool. Yeah, I just, uh, that, um, that's a really good question. That really just popped in my head for n- no reason as I'm standing here looking at all the things in the in the, in the the basement where I'm uh, standing <laughs> at now and uh, of going through things that were, you know, just here in general. Right. And, um, yeah, that was that was probably the first time that I, that I, I saw that. Now, I was already deep into, into trucks at that point, like obsessing, which made no sense why I ended up with the Breda, but, you know, it is what it is. It happens. <laughs> Impulse it purchase. Happens. Yeah, it really does happen. You've been in two of the big three. You know, that, that's an accomplishment for a lot of people. But did you start out like John or Shay and myself? Did, were you ever in a small club, just a group of friends in a parking lot type club? I, I did. I did. Um, there was actually a, a couple of them that ran around here in the, the local, so I'm northern Kentucky, right below Cincinnati. There was – one of them was – Ironically, it's more than one of them. But um, I tried the the running my own thing of doing my own deal, and that just turned into a, a headache, at least from my aspect. And I realized that that wasn't something that I, I wanted to do. Right. Um, so that that came to an end. There was another local group that got together, which is where I was at for a little while. Chaotic Customs, which I know is widely used around the the nation and as a name in any way, shape, form. Um, again, group of, of great people. I'm still friends with all of them to to this day. Some of them still have the same vehicle they had back then. They just don't actively do anything with it, sure. uh, or they're just totally out of it and stuff like that. I've just locally, I've been kind of one of about five or six of us that we've just kind of stayed the course. Uh, we all know Jerry Rose uh, with the uh, 75 Toyota from Driveway Work. Um, he lives 20 minutes away from me. I grew up hanging out with him locally. Now, as well, now that's a well that's too, low lux so. Jerry, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Just making sure he's a severed. No, 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 no. Jerry, no, Jerry's a uh, driveway works. He just oh, okay. uh, he he hangs out with driveway works guys. He just he's I I knew him well before the whole big club thing right. even became a, a thing for myself. Right. Absolutely. So the reason you gravitated towards a large club was because of your experience trying to run a small club? Um, to a degree. Yeah. The, um, the, the, and you know, 
my own personal experience obviously is, you know, certainly drastically different than, than many others. Um, I just, I think one of the biggest deals for me was I ended up going to a, a big show. I went to Slamming and Jamming uh, in Lebanon, Tennessee, rode in the passenger seat with uh, one of my other really good friends. And we went down there and I got introduced to some of these guys. And I think my truck was actually getting shaved at the time. And, uh, and and it just, it kind of just, it happened. You know what I mean? It, you just, you hung out with them and you're like, oh, wow. But you, you're really, it's the same aspect to a certain, to a certain degree of you're just hanging out, talking with people that have like-minded common interests. So I've always gone by the idea of, you know, big club, small club, and those are all, you know, individual interpretations. Uh, we're all here in for the majority of the same reason, and we all like the same stuff. So it's, it's always enjoyable to talk to anybody and talk, you know, talk shop, talk trucks. John, I know that you are a purveyor of small clubs. Scotty makes an awesome point there, uh, the interpretation aspect of things. Hell, I couldn't have possibly said it any better than that. So what is your feelings? Give us kind of your take on that aspect of things. You know, Do you think that big clubs and small clubs are essentially two sides of the same coin? Yeah, in a way I really do. I mean, um, as, far as, as far as big clubs go, I don't think that you can always have the same like connections and friendship uh, throughout the club that maybe you can on a local small level because okay. I mean we're in each other's lives all the time every you know every day um, you know when my house burned this past fall like my club came through in a huge way stepped up and sure you know helped financially you know materialistically help you know really help just any way that my family needed it and you know even reached out to uh, a few good dudes that replaced a bunch of show shirts that I lost so you know um you know I just you know when you when you're stretched across the country I just don't see you having that type of family or that type of friendships within a club well what do you think about that Um, Scotty I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to you real quick that's that's actually a very interesting topic do you feel that in a club as large as as yours for example do you feel there is a little bit of lack of I don't want to say camaraderie because that's not exactly what I'm looking for but do you feel that the connection is not as maybe personal? Um, this is that, this is, is a, fun, a really guys. Good, Thank you. Uh, all. A, a, you know, that's the whole that's the purpose of, of this, which is I like this type of stuff. Um, well, after this, Scotty, per, after this per, episode, I want somebody and as Shay and I've talked about this that may be looking for a home, you know, a new club, and thinking, well, do I want to go towards a bigger club or a smaller club? And we're sure not trying to be anything dramatic, but we want to highlight. I guess the best features of both, if you will, and, and again, you guys are the ones that can do that over anybody. So we're really enjoying this. This is this is good times. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, so my my experience, you know, and again, this is interpretation, you know, aspect. But uh, myself, I, you know, I can comfortably say that I could pretty much go to any state, uh, you know, in, in in actually or another country when all this. You know, murder oh, wow. hornet COVID stuff goes away. Um, you know, I, to I a degree, for, I uh, for one welcome our new anthropodian overlords and stuff like that. And it's, it's not a you know, toting a horn or anything like that, or tooting a horn by any means. But um, there's great people in 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 every in every chapter uh, that you know, uh, like I said, and for me, a lot of them I've known them uh, pre uh, severed, and I've known, I've known them through individual aspects of either like an internet based forum, Street Source, or uh, S10 forum. Um, something along those lines, or I've ran into them at shows and before, and for whatever reason, we ended up just knowing somebody that knows somebody. We're in the same place. This, this whole 
scene or industry or, or culture is, you know, it, it does this really crazy circle sometimes where, you know, you know this person that knows that person, and then you didn't realize you were connected in some, some way, shape, or form. There's a lot of interaction amongst uh, the, the club members in general, you know, with, with chatter back and forth communication. Um, there is a huge drive for a lot of folks when the big shows come up. Uh, there's always there's going to be a huge and that, that was part that was one of the bummers with uh, everything happening, uh, mini nets getting postponed. Yeah. There was a large amount of folks that were coming from, you know, on West Coast Texas area stuff like that that were they were they were coming Louisiana that they were coming out out there and they still plan on coming even though it's been moved later on in the year. A lot of them show up. You know, there's we have folks that uh, um, uh, Jeff from from California who just got logoed recently. Uh, he, I mean, it was like he was posting pictures from nearly every show that was occurring over the last couple of years because he was literally just getting on a plane flying and flying into wherever he was at and going and attending shows just to get to know people. And that's that's one of the things that a lot of us have done and continue to do. Uh, there was like two or three years in a row where there was a big St. Louis Christmas shindig get together. And that was, I was still a hang around at that point in time. I, I went out there and we just, you know, six hour drive for, for us wasn't a huge deal by any means. Right. Uh, we went out there just for the weekend in, in winter to hang out and have fun and stuff like that. And and those those friendships that you make from there or you get back and you go, oh man, I haven't seen that person in X number of, you know, months or years or whatever it is. And a lot of times, sometimes that is the way that it works where you might see that subset of five or 10 people, maybe twice a year. And, and that's it. But you're in communication with them through the, you know, the lovely technology of the internet in some fashion, but it's, it's not the same, you know, being there in person is always more fun. So on the other end of the spectrum, John, I definitely want your weight on this one. Even though you make valid points, Scotty, about the whole national uh, camaraderie thing, I guess when you're putting on an event, it becomes a lot more, the logistics become a lot more problematic when you're in a national club versus a local club. For example, a national club can't just go out and have a cruise night on a whim because I'm assuming, Scotty, and please correct me if I'm wrong, again, though my information is obviously dated, but you guys can't just go out and say, hey, you know, I'm Scotty Billet. I want to have a Scotty Billet cruise night in southern Ohio, and you can't really just do that, right? And then on the other end of the spectrum, like John, if you guys want to go out with a local club and do a cruise on a Sunday because you're stir crazy, you can. Am, am I stupid in saying that? And I don't mean just hanging out and driving. I mean as far as something semi-organized. And feel free, either of you guys want to jump in on that yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, like, my guess. he's referring to like a show that people pay to enter. Well, not necessarily oh, pay, but even just something cruising? with your, yeah, like a little cruise, cruise in. in. Okay. You're saying like uh, one of them has to be approved by the club itself. Yeah. On a larger scale, it would need to be. If that makes any it. sense at all. Is that a thing? Scotty, if you don't mind if I start, man. I'll... Yeah, sure, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, because of the lack of car shows and everything going on, our, our club partnered with a classic car club here in Beckley. Ooh. And um, also, <laughs> also a com- or uh, not a company, but a group called Beckley Events that puts on like special events in, in town here. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we, we've created a series of cruises that we, we've just nicknamed it COVID cruise that we'll meet like and cruise different neighborhoods throughout Beckley or throughout Raleigh County here. And, um, I mean, it's, you know, it's organized, and the one we had yesterday, we had 150-some cars, and it was like a 45-minute-long, just one-way cruise oh, wow. uh, through southern Raleigh County. And, um, I mean, it's it just a good time, and, you know, we, it was starting to get all of it. There's not really a lot of planning. We just get together and put it together within, like, a few days, and, and thankfully it goes off pretty well. So we have, you know, we have that freedom, you know, to just jump in and push an event like that. 
Right. Um, you know, we've, we've done grand openings for uh, friends and family that's opened shops and, you know, just set up like grand opening cruises or something like that just to help them get their business kicked off. Um, then done charity uh, related cruises. And, you know, it's just uh, the group of guys we have, Cody, our vice president, Jazz, Marcus, Justin, all those guys, they're just they're always there willing to jump in and pitch in. So, so what's your take on that, Scotty? Um, as far as like an actual like a like an organized uh, type show, yeah. Um, there, you know, there's there's a couple of different variations of those. Uh, there's Sever in the Midwest, which is that's Ricky's uh, put on deal, by right? Our Indiana folks, yeah. yeah. Uh, just outside of Louisville, the Horseshoe Casino. That is still as of now still going to occur. Uh, no, it's usually know, in August. Is that right? Not. August. Yep. Yep. August. Uh, weekend of August fifteenth, and that's that's uh, Rob Holt, Doug Burkmeyer, Rick Robinson, all those guys from the Indiana chapter, Justin Kaufman. You know, and those guys, in, you know, in, in flux, they come over to uh, to things that you know the the Ohio guys are at, the Tuck guys are at. You know, in, in general, they uh, they come to Cavalcade in Cincinnati to come hang out and say, hey, the Northern guys come down south. You know, Eastern guys come you know west um as far as like a, 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 a an event in itself uh the only thing i really have per se from my aspect would be something i started a bunch of years ago uh with a, a couple of local folks that kind of it grew organically i, I like that terminology to go ahead and put it you're welcome uh was, was koim um and that started based upon just a, some some bantering back and forth uh on one of the truck forums and uh, it, it it morphed into kind of like once a year we would just get together uh, in in one of the one of the major cities in, in either a Kentucky an Ohio or an Indiana aspect. Uh, we added the M because of uh, our friend Whitewall Steve uh, from Michigan. Always come to basically every one of them in general. Uh, we have had one that was in Michigan as well too. Uh, we kind of took a a break from it for a couple of years. It just you know some other people put it together here and there uh, off and on, which was totally fine. Um, it was just to get together. The first couple ones, we basically got together, uh, cruised around one of the evenings. A lot of people started coming in, like, on a Friday. Uh, Saturday or a Sunday, we would go. Usually Saturday, we'd hit um, – we did it in Florence, Kentucky once. We went to uh, the go-kart track. And uh, then everybody, you know, gets together, hangs out, gets some food. Then we'd uh, hit, like, a local cruising so, uh, that night. And then Sunday, everybody meets back up and heads out. Like, if you all do an event that is severed ties, you have to be approved by just a chapter, or does it have to be nationwide agreed or what? Nationwide agreed. Uh, you People know, listen is... to us for our excellent English. I know. Thank you very much. <laughs> That is that is a, a a fantastic question. I am uh, I, I actually have never gone down that road. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, that that answers that question. But oh, it's all on the fact of now, <laughs> now. It doesn't have to go specifically with your club because I I don't want to know amounts or anything like that. But the thought of club dues, uh, a lot of the larger clubs they have much bigger dues, whereas smaller clubs may have none or just a slight one. Uh, do you feel that that is a aspect that? To change, you feel that they are needed. So or, let me jump in on that for just a second, Shay. When I was an RA, yeah. uh, I don't remember ever paying dues. Now that doesn't mean that I was that I should have, and I just missed the memo. <laughs> but I don't think that I ever actually had to pay any. Scotty, is that is dues a thing with the big clubs? Uh, no, no, not not to my knowledge. Um, the the one thing that is uh, is more of an that's expected is basically uh participation uh show up and hang out uh and and meet people and and get to know folks and the way that i look at it has always been you know hopefully you're able to find and or gravitate to to where you fit where regardless of of the who what when where why with people that you want to spend time with i have an immense amount of number of people that i'm extremely close with no regrets and uh native camber dave weekly shannon yeast chad wheeler uh who pretty much basically 
bought he built the Sonoma to what it is today. He bodied it, uh, stock floored it as house. I've known Chad going on a lot of years before that. But no, as far as club dues, no. There, there's nothing that, that that I've ever paid or been told to pay. There's well, nothing that's, that's part of that, though. Well, what about you, John? Does, uh, how do you feel about club dues? Well, club dues, we, we've done it different ways. We, we do um, club dues, but it's not not like a very strict thing uh most of most of the time when there's a need arises um you know just whoever has the means pitches in and you know whether it's to replace a torn canopy or get a new banner printed or when new members join we try to you know help them with their banners or whatever but you know it, or i mean really to even help one of the club members that's got a some type of financial need or some type of issue and they're you know within their family like you know, the money's always went to that, but it's never been something where, like, if you don't pay it or can't pay it, then we're going to, you know, disown you or anything like okay. that. Well, um, well, the next question I would really have for you guys, you know, um, because of what Scotty said, the participation is the most important thing as far as the club goes. I know a lot of people have a lot of bad things happen in their lives, and uh, if you don't participate... Uh, some clubs feel that you need to be removed because you become a what we called was a t-shirt rider. Is that the word yeah, we use? T-shirt, t-shirt rider. T-shirt Thanks. rider. Shout out to Clint Perkins. Uh, yeah, t-shirt rider. T-shirt rider. Um, do you think those are more prominent? Uh, the people who participate. You think you're willing to participate more if you're in a small or large club, or do you feel that they're too strict? Uh, either one of you can answer on that one. Then. Yeah, I'll, I'll run with that one. Um, from you know, and that, that's life happens, and and it's and and, I, and that's. It's, it's always something that's going to be a, a constant, and I, I don't want to speak for anybody else by any means, but in, in in general, you know, things happen in life, and you're going to have times where, you know, a year or two or three or four or whatever it is, you know, maybe uh, maybe you, you end up needing to sell your, you know, your your, your built custom truck, char, uh, car, et cetera, to, to, you know, for whatever reasons, uh, you know, and that's that's their business, and, you know, or they just hit a time where it's not, you know, economically feasible for them to go and spend, you know, a couple hundred bucks in fuel to get from, you know, one side of the coast to the other to go to a show or, or whatever, you know, time, you know, things happen in life. And it's not a, it's not a, oh, you're not here, you're getting booted. It's a, it's an understood, okay, you know, things happen, uh, come to what you can. And, uh, you know, if not, then, you know, just, you know, keep us updated. And that's where the communication part comes into play where folks that may or may not get to a whole bunch of stuff, you know, each year, you know they're they're able to just communicate and everybody knows what's usually not kind of knows what's going on well same question for you john uh, how do you feel about it ah man that's actually really good i mean you know like i said we've grown more together as a family we've uh had people you know lose lose homes uh lose work lose uh family members go through divorces just um you know all, all manner of chaos in life but um that and that's a big thing you know we come together whether they people's had to sell their rods or people totaled their rods or whatever you know it doesn't necessarily mean that we remove them from the club if they need if they have to take a break from it or whatever i mean you know all the club events you, you know we still include everyone that deal you know willing to be a part of it and um you know, that's really, I, I, we've never asked anybody to leave the club just because they became inactive. Most of the time, if they get to the point where they don't want to be active within the club, we just, we just kind of let them go. And then if they come back, we've had members actually this year, uh, a couple good guys that were active back in the early 2000s. And uh, they they're putting rods back together this year, so they're uh, you know they they've been rolling with us the past few weeks. Hey Scotty, I'm gonna I'm gonna vault serve back to you here. What does it take to get removed 
from one of the big three? Mm, that's a good question. That's a really good question. I don't even know the answer to that. <laughs> you got to do something really stupid. <laughs> you mean like fishing um, off a family you know, pier? The, the, the way, the, you know, when you're, and I would feel about this, you know, in the same way, you know, in, in general, regardless of the size of a club, um, you're, you're, you have a logo that you have gone through whatever beans to earn, uh, whether it was a, a probationary period or, you know, you went to a number of events and met people or, and then, you know, during that, that was your probational period or whatever it is. You, you made you made the commitment you made the choice that you wanted to be a part of of this and and it's two-way street you know the the ones that you know are on the other side of their members you know uh, depending on on the club they're they're gonna have to vote you know on that aspect and um the general rule of thumb is you know represent you're not just representing yourself represent the club as a whole in 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 the best light possible you know and that's always kind of you know you're you're looked at you, you don't want to ha- have a bad reference uh to you know do something stupid and then it, re- it looks bad on the, on the on the club in general and and on top of that on the on the scene you know if somebody goes out and googles oh there's this guy doing you know donuts in the middle of the freeway in his you know pickup truck and they go out for whatever reason and, you know, Google the logo on the truck. So, you know, this guy's an idiot, you know, and then shun, shun, you know, or whatever. You know, what's funny is back in my day, God, it feels weird to say that, but stuff like that was, was kind of, you know, cool in many people's eyes. Okay, so let me ask you this. Let's talk about I'm, I, I have a nice truck. I'm not saying that I personally have a nice truck. I'm being hypothetical Joe Blow here. Joe Blow has a nice vehicle. He fits your criteria, I would assume, for both clubs. Let's say he wants to join one of your respective clubs, he or she, I'm not being a misogynist at all here. Uh, oops, quack. But, but anyway, I'm trying, John Lilly. I'm so trying. But but anyway, that being said, so we've got a person who likely fits your qualifications or necessities or whatever. How does that person go about obtaining membership in your esteemed organizations? And either one of you guys could run with that, but what does it take to be a member of either of your groups uh with smooth impressions um the the biggest part is you know your rod has to meet a certain quality you know back back in the day back when you know fast and furious was going on we we exploded to like 40 some members and um the the big thing is is they had to have three major modifications and 27 of those were eclipses (laughs) and all of them had wings <laughs> all right, but oh, you're good, you're good. But we, um, but anyway, you had to have like three major modifications, three noticeable modifications. It couldn't be like emblems, stickers, stuff like that. It had to be like suspension, wheels, engine work, stereo, um, you know, but body kits. You know that was big back then, but it had to be noticeable modifications. On top of that, you had to uh, you had to attend six meetings, which back then was having monthly meetings. Now we get together; it's not really as organized, but we get together usually two to three times a month just to hang out. So, um, but you had to be a part of the club enough to where the whole club felt comfortable to bring you in. And then uh, we would have a club vote, and you had to have a majority vote to be to be initiated into the club. And then you had like a six-month probation before you could run a banner. Hmm, okay. What about you, Scotty B? Um, so a lot of times uh, it ends up being where, you know, somebody is either a friend uh, that of somebody that's in the club, and it, it kind of is like almost like a, like a natural gravitational pull to a certain degree. Um, or uh, you have somebody that, and I've had conversations with, with folks that one of which is now actually petitioning for the Ohio chapter, who I, I we, we do each other. But we, um, and I think very highly of them, but we'd, we'd never met in person until after uh, Drop and Destroyed, uh, 
a couple years ago, and he was part of another club, and he is extremely good friends with uh, uh, one of our, you know, good friends from the Ohio chapter. And, um, you know, we kind of discussed uh, what he was in there compared to, you know, what we were doing at the same time. And, you know, you know it's a two-way street, uh, and th- that was how it was for me. You know, you're going to – some of these folks you meet for the first time, some of them – you know, you may be known for a bunch of years. Um, you you hang around for a period of time, uh, and that that amount of time is undetermined. Um, it could be it could be six months, it could be a year, but you're hanging around. Uh, you know, if it's not a winter time, then you know, ideally you, you bring your your vehicle with you and you just you come and hang out. Specific chap, you know, each chapter kind of you know they they run their own ship to a certain degree. You know, they they, they could get together the, together collectively, and you know, so and so has been hanging around for a period of time, and uh, then the decision is made. You know, to to petition them and that petition period is uh that's where you know that's the, that's the pink sticker that goes on the on the truck uh or car that that petition, petitioning period that can last for you know at minimum uh, a year uh there have been some guys that have gone multiple years uh wow and it, it yeah and it's but you know from from day one uh and i will say this and this is just my again my own personal uh experiences and 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 perspective on it you know from day one it was like wow, this feels right. This is this is good. This is where I, I this is where I, I I want to be, and have made some lifelong friends uh, that I didn't know or did not know very well to begin with from that, and has opened up a whole new world of, of a lot lot more friends uh, and 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 people that you know I know on I know all about them and and you know we see each other maybe a couple times a year or, or you know plans are made to get out to you know one of the other sides of the the coast and that you know like i said after after you're you're petitioned for a period of time then getting logos a huge deal as you know as it should be and you know for me it was it was super it was cool for me uh i'm going off on a tangent here i'm sorry but uh, uh so when i got petitioned was a camp and drag was the year that josh got logoed camp and drag and then one of my other very good friends uh jeremy beaver he got petitioned the same time i did and then a year later at camp and drag then we got logoed at the same time which was you know that's something that you you share with with that person at at that point in time and it's always uh it's always they always make it a big deal and it's uh it's good stuff well well i run a small club myself you know and we have a basic rule that it's a hundred percent not just majority has to agree to enter a new member uh, a long time ago i really was basing it on vehicles and when i was basing it on vehicles i ended up with a lot of the unsavories <laughs> and un- what the hell is an unsavory oh it's a, it's a hybrid now now john and i we're from the mountains we know what unsavories are yeah. but explain this for scotty yeah. the, the, is it a hybrid it's a hybrid it's a skitter jiggy it's a skitter jiggy yeah. in case you don't know what some a twisty boy <laughs> oh my god gotcha. and, and i ended up with a lot of low quality people with high quality rides and now do you believe that it's more prominent in small clubs or large clubs do you believe that clubs should aim for the vehicle itself or the person? Either one of you can answer that one first. I'll go with that one if you don't mind. Um, no, go ahead. You know, and we've we've had we've had experiences with with Skitter people G's. that wanted to be a part, Skitter and G's. you know, inevitably they kind of kind of weed they kind of weed themselves out. How so? How do they uh, weed themselves out? Occurs. Do they? Um, you know, they'll 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 do something stupid, uh, whether you know. Uh, you know, as skitter jiggies do, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and which which then gets them, you know, that that's where you know the, and I'm not trying to be a mixed pun here, but that's where the ties get cut, basically. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, appropriate. Yeah, appropriate. Ah, ah, there, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and that's that's again, that's because we don't want that reflection back on back on the club. And it has to be something, you know, where you're screwing somebody over 
or uh, you know causing causing an issue. It's got to be something something big, relatively major. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, some, something that you just, something that you just give you, you just go oh. So being but ignorant, why? you know, being being ignorant is it really among them? Because stupidity yeah. was always one for me. Just stupidity, not necessarily the actions, but right. they're stupid. Yep. General. Okay. All right. What about you, John? Is, uh, is, is it was this a common problem with Man. you when you were recruiting? Well, we we don't recruit. I, you know, that's one thing we don't do. But we did, you know, back in the early two thousands, we would recruit at shows just because there was so much out there. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, now we don't recruit. We have people come to us. We've got a new member named Jamie. He's a high quality guy, He's getting ready to open up his own shop in Pineville, West Virginia. Um, you know, he's building a rat rod fifties, uh, Ford F one hundred on um he's getting ready to put it on air. He's also building an S ten at the same time. Amazing pinstriper. I mean, we've just been blessed we have good quality people come to us. Now back like I said in the early two thousands when the scene was really big around here, you know, we we had a lot of people come in and they like Scott said, they just end up weeding themselves out. You know, they do something stupid or just uh you know really bring embarrassment to themselves and you know at that point we you know we we do the same we just uh part ways with them so so if i was gonna make yeah, if i was gonna make an amalgamation of both of your club names huh. would it be severed impressions or smooth ties nice Nice. Just throwing that out there for discussion. You know, just saying. I like smooth ties. <laughs> you know, John, you're you're uh, you're cool about small clubs, and, and you really kind of sing praises for that. But you guys do something that is not what a small club usually does. You are involved in West Virginia's largest automotive event. Am I mistaken in that? No, it's definitely. Uh... I don't know if it's the largest event in West Virginia, but it's definitely one of the largest and definitely the largest in southern West Virginia. But our our club, we uh, jump in and help out um, the local hospice and um, put on, it used to be Friends of Coal Auto Fair. They recently changed it to Friends of Charity Auto Fair. And, um, you know, we average about 600 cars. Um, it's a good time and brings a lot of money in for for the charity and you know we do we try to make it fun we try to make it as much as a modern custom event as we can even though the majority of the cars there happen to be classics but we you know we do the mini truck limbo we do we have awesome burnout competition it's on an airport uh, so burnout I mean, competition you know this year we we were hoping to have the golden knights there but we did have to cancel it this year so i mean it's just an awesome opportunity and a huge event Okay, so like you say it's a huge event, but I don't believe that really exemplifies what I seen when I was there. You have a carnival. It is not a car show for the carnival. It is a carnival for the car show. You give airplane rides. I can't imagine the 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 insurance liability nightmare. Airplane rides. Hey, you want to come to this car show and get in a 1951 P-51 fighter plane? Yeah, we do that. No problem. Get, once you get done with a tilt-a-whirl, come over here and get in an Ola Gay. Let's do a strafing run across the field. So, so yeah, you, you really downplay that. You know, yeah, you were, all by law. You were gracious enough to actually bring me up and let me do the hype man position for Clint Perkins when the Midwest All-Stars came and hopped. And that was a lot of fun. We had a good audience for that and stuff. And you get to let me run around and, and run my mouth as, as one of the things I enjoy so much. And it was a really amazing experience to see what you guys done. So, you know, you don't have to be a big club to do big things. And on the other end of the spectrum, 
you don't have to be a small club to feel that sense of brotherhood, it seems like. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of parallels between these two cats. Well, let, let's make this a little hard on them. How okay. About, how about this question? We're getting towards the end. Let's make it a little hard <laughs> Okay. On and I've got one, too. I, I, I want you all to define what a club is in one sentence. Ooh. No run-on sentences either. Now, I'm not good at English. Lee is, so he's going to be the, the police on this I one. say them fancy words. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, um, who would like to go first oh, for I that like one? that. Define a club. What, what, wait, define what a club means to you, or what would you say? I, I, Do, I know I want to define a club. Define a club. Yes. I like well, it in it, one sentence. It, it will be, it, it, of course, a club is an opinion. Will we also Always. accept interpretive dance? Mm. We can't video it, so it, it won't work. We'll attach a video. <laughs> well, someone has to send us the video right now. Okay, though. I'm going to hush. Shay's got a great question. I like that. Okay, who wants to go first? I have. Uh, I, I'll go with that one, if you don't mind. Um, I, I can make that really simple. One uh, it, it's, it's a brotherhood and, and, and sisterhood. I have to be fair because we have, we have a, a, a good, good group of uh, female members that have uh, some, some badass rides that are, are great people, and I just swore. Apologies. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brotherhood, sisterhood, camaraderie. You know, brotherhood, sisterhood, camaraderie, that's not a complete that's sentence. That's not a complete sentence. You're, yeah, okay, you're going to have to do on, better Scott. than that, Scotty. you got to involve vehicles you're, in this sentence. <laughs> we, need, we need a subject and a predicate, you know, I mean, come on now. Yeah, give us a good adjective in there. Come on. Yeah, I am, don't forget I'm your conjunctions. I'm writing a college-level paper here now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's it's. It's it's about a, a common bond. It's about coming together for a common bond uh, that happens to involve some really really badass vehicles. I just did it again. Oh, um, you either. know, and, and 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 the people are are equally as as awesome. I'll, I'll use that word instead. Okay, John, let's do the same for you. Man, that's that's close to what I was going with. <laughs> that has fun with awesome cars. <laughs> I okay, love it. That's, right. Again, two sides of the same coin. Last thing, road trip stories. Oh, love road trip stories. Yeah, let's uh, hear your best club road trip stories. Yes, because uh, someone listened to this, they want to know what kind of. Yeah, happens. again, people are still thinking. God, Shay, people are still oh, thinking. You know, quack. we've listened to this, we dig this. You know, we know that we want to be part of a big club, a small club. We realize that we can do certain things in both. Let's hear the road trip stories. You guys talk about brotherhood, sisterhood, camaraderie. Let's hear about it. Let's hear yeah. your best road trip stories. Sweet. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and start with one. All right, so we were coming down to the H word, and um, okay. it's probably about a two and a half hour drive from us. Lee, you managed to Dude, make it in fourteen hours. hours. I have yeah. no idea how, but, do, do you but remember, anyway, it's about John, two and a half hour drive for us. John, do you remember so, years ago uh, when I came up to Beckley in like two thousand and four in my Tacoma? And I swear, I think it took me six hours. I went through like nine tunnels across the Continental Divide. <laughs> it was it was amazing. I still have the dash plaque from that. Anyway, okay, hush. I'm going to hush. You tell your story. All right, you're good. Well, anyway, so so uh, we came down in two groups. I, I brought four cars down with me early that day. Then a few of our guys had to um, had to come down uh, later that evening because they worked. Well, of course, the guys that followed me, we made, we made good time. We got there uh, to enjoy everything Friday night. Um, the guys... The guys that came down later, they, they must have took your route because they got lost somewhere in Grundy, Virginia, was convinced that they talked to this guy without teeth and uh, that he gave them directions into Whitesburg. <laughs> but he but they have no idea where they was at this point. Uh, anyway, we finally all got back together just as uh, just as uh, all the cruising and dragging was kind of winding down in Whitesburg. But, I mean, just being able to get my whole crew down 
down to Whitesburg was just an amazing time. Awesome. Even though even though it's just crazy trying to get everybody organized in one trip. And the fact that you cannot get here from there and vice versa. I'm, I'm convinced those roads don't touch. Uh, I believe that also. <laughs> I, I drove an abandoned railroad track for nine miles. Oh, I have no doubt in that. That's the shortcut. I'm glad you found it. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) All right, Scotty. Best club road trip story. Oh, geez. Um, well, I guess so. In in theory, uh, there's kind of there's there's two. One of them is a little bit older from from, and that was more local friends that came with me too. Ironically, the, the H word. And, and I, I I thought about this. This was this was stewing in my head, and this is only because this is me. This is the first time that I meet Lee in person. Um, he doesn't really. He doesn't exist to, at shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I managed a sucker. Uh, my friend who lives up, up here near me, uh, Tony, into taking his uh, uh, bagged PT Cruiser, bagged turbo PT Cruiser on 19s with little itty bitty side sidewall tires and about five or six other trucks that we apparently would pick up along the way, Lexington and then coming along, you know, the parkway and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, so so we come in and we, you know, we come into, uh, you know, in, into town and everything else. And uh, we find out that the camping is up behind where the uh, show is going to occur. And uh, we start pulling around there. And uh, uh, my buddy Steve Barclay, he's there. Um, he, he, he drove down his red-bodied uh, 03 GMC. Uh, and then uh, his, his daughter drove down the white 95 GMC with the graphics on it. That's Whipple Charged. And um, I think we're probably in the, the grass for maybe 10, 20 seconds. And all of a sudden, here comes, I think it was a red F-250. Uh, and I, I don't remember who was driving, but I explicitly remember that there is Lee and Chris Wilson, who we'd been bantering back and forth on a, a, a certain forum that no longer exists, and they are standing in the bed of the truck, flailing their arms and waving as they see and they come over and they introduce themselves and said, well, welcome to here, you know, and blah, 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 and then got to go and turn around and leave. And <laughs> that sounds the right like, speed. So, oh, sounds about right. Who oh is that? <laughs> I, he, does, he does it to me all the time. I'll say something to me, he'll just turn around and walk away. He won't say a word, just walk away. <laughs> the... Uh... Yeah, you, would, um, you wouldn't and, have liked me on amphetamines. The, the, the other one, the other one that was a, 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 a fix and roll issue. Uh, we had a, a good showing almost every year at uh, Dropped and Destroyed when it was in uh, Mansfield specifically from a, a good amount of folks from Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, etc. And uh, a bunch of us had gone up. One of the guys uh, had, you know, much like uh, same story. It, you know, gotten off work later, had to come up later, and. Um, we're all waiting for him in the parking lot, you know, that way we can all have our stuff parked together at the hotel and, you know, hang out for a while and, you know, enjoy each other's company and get caught up and get, you know, get a game plan for where everybody's getting up so we can all roll in together the next day. And it's just, it's just taking forever. Now, Cincinnati to uh, Mansfield is only about three and a half hours, depending on how fast you're going. And we're going on like five, six hours. So we start calling his phone, you know, and no answer, no answer, no answer. So finally I get a text. Hey, I'm on the side of the road. I need help. Hmm. And it's a good you know, nine of us between two different between two three vehicles, yeah. I believe it was. One of us, I think, I was pulling. I had pulled the Sonoma up there. Uh, I hooked the truck and trailer back up, and we go down there with you know tools and bags and everything else in hand. And uh, you know we get down there because you know for whatever reason, I guess the cell phone was dying, and he was trying to charge it and everything else and, and stuff like that. We're, we're thinking the worst. You know, the motor blew up on it, or you know, blew a bag or a line or something. And you know we caravan down there. It was about another you know hour and a half backwards the way we came. We get up to him and he goes, you know, I tried texting and calling you guys. 
said, yeah, sure, why? What's up? And he goes, I ran out of gas. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we rallied the troops and everything else, and we came back to the show of force and ran out of gas. Oh, we got, oh we got him gas, got him back to the hotel and everything else. You know, That was a, a, a good, fun, long day. Did his gas hand work? Because I know somebody <laughs> that's sitting inside here that sometimes his gas hands don't work. Shut up, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> guys no I'm, no no I, I got one last you question one more? i got okay. one last question now we have a lot of people listening to this podcast no we don't our eight no people. we don't okay. eight and a half we have eight and a half people and some if, of those it depends eight, if clint is still listening okay we have nine okay. people nine and a half anyways the thing we're trying to sell here is clubs to people and uh we have some people that, that and not us. not necessarily because we just love clubs but because we feel that's an integral part yes. of the scene if it wasn't for yes. clubs the scene wouldn't, wouldn't exist. exist yeah is and so what i want you guys to do is give me a sales pitch on why these people that are listening that aren't a part of a club why they should start one or join one hey i'm down with that uh, that's i mean that's that's why i want to come from this at all i want a new club to pop up <laughs> or to somebody join one they feel at home exactly <laughs> i would like for that to happen so ladies and gentlemen which one of you would like to take that question first or statement go ahead scott Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah it, 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 I like the uh, rapport it, you guys have developed. Good way to put it. Um, the the goal of, of of any club, whether you want to be or whether you don't want to be, go where you fit in. Um, a lot of times, it's where maybe you have some friends already that that are already there. It's just like like John. You know, we don't we don't recruit, and it's not for a matter of of trying to be you know cocky or egotistical or anything else at all. So we just we 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 don't. It's not it's not the goal. I mean, Scotty, um, Scotty, I'll interrupt you and go ahead and say you you both you guys can be cocky because as far as the big three and as far as established smaller clubs, you guys are really tops, creme de la creme. So, yeah, stop wiping your phone off, Shay. But, no, I mean that. Anyway, okay, please continue continue your, 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 your story. Um, you know, it, it's. It's it's about it's about fit. It's about going. It's about you know if somebody comes to, to and much like I went through the same thing. You know I I approached and 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 said you know start hanging out and, and such, and it's it's it has to fit. It has to feel right. It has to be, you know you feel like oh this is cool. This is where I need to be. These are these people are, are great. This is where I want to. If I'm going to go and spend the time away from my family, to go and continue doing and enjoying the 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 truck the custom scene in general. Um, this has to be a group of people that I'm, I'm willing to go, you know, split hotel rooms with and hang out with and, and be around for hours on in, in vehicles, going to different shows. And you just, you, 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 you find, you gotta make sure you, what, what you want and, and that you find it's like a, it's a, a second, you know, like family essentially is what it comes down to, you know, people that, you know, somebody passes away in their family. You, you, you feel that you feel, you feel sorrow for them. You, you offer your condolences. Uh, somebody gets married or has a kid, you know, congratulations, you know, things like that. Um, you want to go where you fit, and and sometimes it, it doesn't work the first time. Um, it but, happens. You know, it, it does. It, in the end, uh, as long as you're enjoying with the people that you're with and uh, and you're having fun, then, then more power to you. John? Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with uh, Scott on that, man. It's, it's really about fit. Um, you know, we, we really don't recruit, but it's we don't recruit because that's uh, we have in the past, um, and and it's failed. You know, it 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 makes the process harder. It makes a uh, you're trying to make something fit when it doesn't naturally fit. So um, you know, but that, that also happens, sell, John. And when you get older, you you'll understand. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta push. <laughs> I said, I said that also happens, John. And you, when you get older, you'll understand. <laughs> oh, man, thankfully, thankfully. You're, you're welcome, man. But, 
<laughs> but uh but no i mean it's uh it really is um, just about being able to find, you know, a group that does become family. If, if you're going to try to sell any car club to uh, just, just somebody that's out going to shows by themselves, I mean, that's really it. I mean, what's the point in going and sitting at a car show by yourself just to kind of walk around and look? I mean, sure, it's cool to see the rides, but when you can do it with a group of that's a, a bunch point. of really good friends that become family, I mean, it's just the best feeling in the world. And like, uh, like Scott was saying, I mean, with the, um, you know, with uh, just people coming up and uh, getting married and uh, them having kids. I mean, in our club, our founding vice president, Jazz, uh, his son, Marcus, has his orange Monte Carlo now and <laughs> and also has a couple other rides. And just seeing his son step up and uh, become a part of the club. I mean, we're multi-generational in our club now. And it's just, uh, it's just really cool to see that and, you know, continue the legacy there. Well, you know, with your inability to age, I'm sure that you will be around to see many other generations come through your club, man. So, That's true. No, that is. Jazz is good people, too, and, and I get a, I, I enjoy the hell out of him every time I get a chance to talk to him. We're right at the part in remarks, but I actually do have one more question that just popped into my head. Hmm. If you guys, and I'm going to start with Scotty and let John finish it. If you were going to change one thing about your club, what would you change? Oh, uh, stumped. This wasn't going to yeah. be easy. <laughs> it was not going to be easy. No, no. Um, that's, that's the thing, and this is going to sound like it's a real gonna... basic way out of this. And Scotty's copping out. There's... Yeah, he's copping yeah. out. I don't. There's... Corny. Is yeah. There's nothing that, that I don't enjoy about it from from the 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 way that it's it's ran overall to the way that the folks that are you know chapter presidents and 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 VPs of chapters. Uh, you know, handle, you know, things accordingly and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's an organized, uh, well-oiled machine, uh, overall that has, uh, some great people that, that, you know, have been at this long, far longer than I have in general in, in the, in, in period in the scene, um, you know, that they, they know what work and, and that just happens to be where, where I fit in and, and, you know, they provided a, a great foundation to continue on with, uh, with, with the club. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. There's nothing that I can really say that I would want to change. I mean, you know, in a perfect world, we would have more time that we could spend together working on projects or just, you know, just hanging out together. Um, you know, everybody within the club, you know, work hard. I mean, whether they're in different essential industries or they own their own businesses or whatever. So it's just uh, it's just hard to find enough time to really um, spend together like we did when we were younger. So you're, you're when we were younger, yeah, like we, last month. Yeah. I mean, just so you're just saying last that month, your, yeah. your, your improvement would be that uh, there should be more time. Then. Right. Okay. So guys, this is I don't know if you all have enjoyed this, but this has been a lot of fun to us because we're both kind of sadistic. Yep. Um, absolutely. I hope that it has been somewhat enlightening or at least enjoyable. How about some parting remarks? Would you guys like to leave the listeners, all eight and a half to nine of them, with yeah. a parting remark? And then I've got something a little special for you. When you, when you say eight and a half, does that mean that the uh, the half person, they're really short? Yeah, we don't talk about the half. <laughs> we don't talk about the half, man. It's a secret. It's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this, is, uh, this has been uh, thoroughly enjoyable. Uh, from the lead from the moment that you reached out uh, about about doing this, uh, I've been looking forward to it. 
Um, always a pleasure to, to get to chat with you. Uh, Shay, I feel like we've met in person at some point in time throughout the years with me being down that direction, but I, I you know, I'm terrible with names, uh, well, by I'm, all means. I'm a fat asshole, um, so it's really hard to nail. <laughs> some people don't want to remember me, so there's that. <laughs> I just heard a story. But, yeah, no, this is, this, is, this has been great. <laughs> I, I just heard a story about you today, Shay, about you talking with Shannon Vanderoff from Freaks of Nature all night at the H-Word campground. Oh, one year. yeah. We'll yeah. talk about that yeah, another that, time. Yeah, that was a good one. So, uh, John, pardon remarks? Man, I just uh, appreciate the opportunity to represent our club and represent the show scene in the mountains. Um, you know, I know there's some guys in our club that uh, I didn't really get a mention We've got Biscuit and Nels. They're both some good guys, and I appreciate their help, too. Well, if so if their nickname is Biscuit, then, yeah, they're good guys. In the club mentioned. I love Biscuits myself. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a great, great nickname. You damn well know yeah, that Biscuit, he's a good dude. Biscuit's yeah. an awesome dude. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, guys, I'll tell you what. To wrap this episode up, since this is a club-centric episode, I'm assuming that both you guys have listened to at least one episode of the podcast. If not, we have totally wasted your time because you did not know what you were getting into. Yeah. But we're going to do something special. <laughs> we have never done this with an audience before but we're going to get your genuine reaction as we run the random club name generator y'all cool with that all right all right guys all right guys i'm gonna run it twice for you especially the first name sucks running it running it running it the first name of our random club name generator is derailed crowd Eh. Sounds like a Mustang club. Right on the money. <laughs> okay, guys, that one sucked. I'm gonna no, run don't one. tell my wife I said that. <laughs> gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to run it one more time because that one kind of blew. This is the last one. It, either it sucks or it don't, and it is Mindless Cartel. That's not bad. I, I mean, like Mindless well, Cartel. That's not bad. It's just, that's a really big name good. when you're chill though. Scotty, John, thank you guys so Not- much for your time. I cannot begin to even thank you enough. It has been a quite enjoyable experience for us. And for the last hour, y'all have been unwilling guests on the Lowest Common Denominator <laughs> podcast, the first ever of the LCD Town Hall series. Thank you, gentlemen, so much. Thanks, Lee. Yep, thank you. Man, those are some real exciting guys. That was an interesting episode. It was. And I appreciate those guys very much coming on and partaking in it because I don't think that we could have picked better representatives for a big club and a small club. No, we couldn't because, you know, they, they're they in – one is in one of the big three. Actually, been two of the big three. Two of the big three. And the other one has a small club that does big club things. Uh, it, well, I couldn't say it any better myself. You know, when you have a show with 800-plus vehicles and airplane rides – I don't think you can really consider yourself a small club. You're not joking about the airplane rides, are you? Dude, no, I'm not. Uh, We were there, God, just I think when we got there. No, because they shut it down because of some incoming weather. I didn't get a chance. And no, I'm scared to death of flying also. I've not flown since 2001 or two. Wow. Uh, Legit. Last time I ever flew is we went to New Orleans. So it was after November 2001 because I was old enough to gamble. Is this Damn. one of uh, my Mike Cottle weird hobby thing that we're going into right now? The New Orleans thing? Yeah. No, it was a work trip. Oh, okay. It was it was a work trip. Oh, no, okay. no, no. This was this was not Dad's strange hobby of the week. Okay, that's what uh, I thought it was going into right there. No, 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 no. But he did buy beehives. Did I tell you he bought beehives? When did he buy beehives? 
Well, right after they built the bee lot. Did I tell you he built a bee lot? <laughs> this is the first I've heard That's of That's also a thing, by the way. So he went from mushrooms to bees? Well, or? it's really strange. Because, no, I think he's still doing the mushroom thing, too. Oh. It's really strange because where my German shepherds are in the big field, we've got like several acres fenced in. And that's where the shepherds run free during the day. Yeah. Well, now there's like a beehive in the middle of it that has its own fence. And his logic is that the shepherds protect the bees oh, yeah. from the bears. Oh, I don't. I don't really understand my dad. Sometimes I love him, but I don't really understand. Okay. Anyway, well, there's lots so, of bears around here, so I can honestly and, see the and, you know bee eating bears. I, I guess. Oh, they like honey. Haven't you ever watched uh, Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh. That's the one that likes honey, right? Oh, I guess. I don't so. think Yogi Bear does the honey. Does he? he just no man. He likes picnic baskets. Picnic baskets. <laughs> yeah, at Jellystone National Park. Which uh, until I was like I don't know 35, I thought it was real. Actually, I'm not really sure that it's not real. Is that a th- national mm-hmm. park? It's not real. That is it's, so heartbreaking. So to me. Yellowstone is the real one. Oh, is that what it is? It's supposed to be based on Yellowstone. You remember right? my friend Amanda Sivis? Yeah. She works at, I think, Yellowstone National Park. Oh, that's wild. And uh, yeah, she's. That's where you dump off the most dead bodies, right? Ain't that how it works on serial killers in that area? At Yellowstone? Yeah. yeah like most, most people are, quote, lost in yeah. parks. You know, you know where you like cults. Yeah, I love cults. Well, Fatty likes serial killers. Oh, does he really? Yeah. So well, you know, then me and Fatty might have talked about serial killers then. Because they have well, involved cults. <laughs> <laughs> so we host a podcast that's loosely based on mini trucks. <laughs> have we mentioned a mini truck? Uh, we mentioned the airplane rides, and that's, that's kind of close. close. That's close, right? That is pretty close, I guess, all things considered. I like radical beds, too. I, well, you know, that also has become a recurrent theme. I so, so I talked to Jamie Kelly. Oh, that's a cool guy. Jamie is 100% on board with... Interviewing with us. Oh, well, if, if nobody knows what Jamie Kelly is, oh they need God. to look up schizophrenia and this they'll see be, the wildest vehicle that's ever been built. This will be just a ridiculous episode. And he actually told me there's some stories that I don't know that he's going to share. Oh, well, I imagine um, that there's all kinds of stories. I think his life is one gigantic story, isn't it? You know, yeah, I'm he's, not going to lie. He's, he, a, he's a wild dude. I live vicariously through him sometimes. <laughs> Two people that I know, he and Casey Harden, mm-hmm. are just as likely to be sitting home one day and the next day scuba diving in Belize with a jellyfish and, and stuff like wow, that. Wow, really? Yeah, oh that's God, a, that's absolutely. That's very drastic. Or in Casey's world, base jumping, you know, parachuting off of the uh, New River Bridge in West Virginia. My, I'm hard pass on that. That sounds like death. Uh, yeah, I don't like fan. heights or parachutes mm-hmm. or lack of control, so oh, yeah, I'm, have, I'm out. Do you have acrophobia? Hey, well, you know, that's a great, that goes back into our club thing. I guess we kind of do need to stay on topic here to some extent. Yeah, (laughs) he loves clubs. (laughs) But cults mostly. So So you should start a cult. Realistically speaking, you know, I need to add cult into the random club name generator. You do need to add word cult. That needs to be. Cult is very important. Yeah, that needs to be a word there. Um, So after listening to that episode, like, do you think people will have... I don't know, a different opinion of clubs now? Do you I, think that we have helped to demystify? I think that, I don't know if we demystify. I think we, the one thing we demystified is that, to be honest with you, I learned how you get into a big club. And right. uh, I, I believe a lot of people, they don't even know where you would start. You know, I was really surprised to hear from the Severtize side 
that it's so similar to what Negative Camber does. You know, I have a lot of NC buddies. I don't really know a lot of people in Severed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can name on one hand the people that, that I could call in Severed. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, yeah, it, it's an interesting process to get in. And yeah. um, I'll be honest, I didn't know how you got how you got in. I mean, it's pretty much they choose you, I think. It's not the other <clears throat> way around. So you can't just go ask. Well, I think you could ask, and it's more likely to say they'll they'll attempt to be your friend. They'll attempt to be your friend. That's an interesting <laughs> way to put it. Well, well you know, because I, I don't. From what I gathered, you have to want to be in the club too. Ain't that how it works? Here's a random thought. Huh. Of the big clubs, do you think that we have at least one listener from each one of them? Yes. That's interesting. Yes. Right off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody from Relaxed Atmosphere that listens to us. I imagine there is one of them. I bet there is one or two of them. But uh, I know some Camber guys, and obviously, Sever Ties. You know what they should do? When we, when we post this up, guys, you all should post in the comments what club you're in. That'd be cool, actually. Yeah, you yeah. All, everybody should. And we'll even, in the description, we'll even say, hey, since this is a club-themed episode, why don't you give a shout-out to what club you're in? Just we're curious yeah. What the listeners are representing. Absolutely. Uh, that is kind of cool. I know we have some Freaks and Nature's members. What we um, do. We do. And try to think other big clubs. I don't know. Oh, but, we, have, we, have, we have a bunch of NC guys, I think, don't we? We have a few. <clears throat> we, def- we definitely have a few and, and very pretty stoked about that because those are some uh, pretty vocal guys. They communicate with me quite a bit. Yeah. We, we, we've got Appalachian Lockdown. Appalachian Lockdown? Yeah, Appalachian Lockdown. Is that a show? That could be a show. That sounds. That could be one of three things. That could be a show. Uh Uh-huh. That could be a series of concerts. Mm. Or that could be an after-prom party where they cram you in the gym like at school and they don't let you out. I mean, there's going to be... horrible. Well, there's going to be no fornicating, but somebody's going to win a brand new bicycle. So, how do they know you're not fornicating? The lights are usually off. Frank, I don't know, dude. I skipped my proms and went to truck shows. Well, there you go, I have ladies no and gentlemen. Idea. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that's well, something like that. So. <laughs> and my graduation and a few other. You skipped your graduation too. I thought I told you that before. Yeah, I skipped my graduation. And you told me the proms. Mm-hmm. No, I skipped wow. my proms and I skipped graduation. What'd you go to? What show did you go to for your graduation? Please tell me it was a big show at least. Dude, it would have been. You know, show I, fest. No, no, I graduated in 99 or 2000. I graduated in 99, mm-hmm. and I never went to Showfest until 2003. Okay, so what was I, around in 99? Well, I mean, many Nats, <clears throat> but that would have been early for many Nats. It would have been. It might have been the all Chevy GMC Nationals I used to do in Pigeon Forge. They do I, not do that anymore. Oh, no, that's long gone. Yeah. Pretty much all of Charlie Cobble shows that I know of are gone. In fact, do you, you know, we've had a lot of lists or a lot of interviewees. Interviewees? Yeah. Guests? Well, I guess. Listen or talk about going to Slammin' and Jammin'. Jeffrey Dillard mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Scotty Scotty mentioned it. I remember uh, Slammin' and Jammin'. Well, did you know that they tried to have Slammin' and Jammin', I think it was last year, in Sevierville? No. Charlie Cobble himself, the guy that originated it. Really? I may be wrong Why didn't this. I see any shares on Facebook? Well, so. I'll tell you why, because as far as I know, there were seven entries. Oh, that's so sad. I do not know this for a fact, but I have it on very good sources that there was only seven entries and that the turnout was so dismal that they merged it with a rat rod show going on at the same time in town. Now, again, this is all secondhand. I wasn't there, which is funny. I should have been, you know, but I wasn't. But did you even know it was going on at the time? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, good but old you. The advertising that I seen wasn't exactly up to par. Compelling, mm. shall we say? Well, the Spookfest is the same way. Spookfest, the show in Rogersville. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. they, they their advertisement was. I don't think that that's went on for a couple of years. No, I think it, well, didn't it go on last year? Was the year before last? I know that it went on in 2018 because that was the year that I was actually going to DJ it, mm. and I had an amplifier blow up on me. Oh yeah, uh, like right before, and I just didn't have time I or the that. money to uh, to replace it or get it warranty serviced or whatever. So I had to bail out it, of it that. It cost you like 150 dollars to ship that thing, didn't it? I don't. I don't even remember. It was something crazy. I love the fact that you think in two years I found time to send it back. I'm pretty sure it's still busted in my box trailer. I, you were supposed to send it back. Yeah, you really I'm, never I'm sure the warranties ran oh out on it by now. But like many things in my life, I figure if you just leave it, it'll fix itself oh, really? over time. Oh, it underpants gnomes, huh? They're going to come up here and fix it for you. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> you know, so, so anyway, what were we talking about? Um, I don't remember. Well, we got on the subject of shows again, which is what we should be on the subject of, I guess, kind of. Maybe well, possibly. I guess shows or clubs. Technically, this was a club episode. Yeah, and Okay, cool. So we've talked about that. So I've been watching a lot of these Callie Swain <laughs> videos on YouTube. And they're they're straight lowrider guys from from West Coast, mm-hmm. and I've never watched these before. And turns out this has been around for, since like VHS <clears throat> tapes. I mean, I just randomly come across it, and man, those guys like take over streets, and yeah. I'm so jealous of that. Like <laughs> these videos, they're all like yeah. crazy long, and they will just randomly swarm onto a street, you know, in LA or whatever, and just shut the whole thing down and just cruise constantly. And they'll go so far as to like set up food vendors and T-shirt vendors <laughs> right on the sidewalks. God, I would kill for a mini truck inversion of that. Why? Do, why don't we do that? I don't know. We, we have we have we're literally standing in front of an advertisement machine. Do we reach eight people? Well, eight people showing up is more than most shows get. Let's be honest. I have been to shows. What is the worst? Don't give me. Well, I mean, I don't care if you say your name or not. What is the most disappointing turnout for an event that you actually drove more than 30 minutes to go to? <laughs> Midwest Mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, okay. God. That's just that, that show that year was just the most. You're talking about that last reincarnation. Yeah, the God is gotcha. awful. Well, the okay. worst. I never went. Oh, you. I mean, I liked the year when it was in the park. It was pretty cool. There was tons of people. There was a nice area. I went. I never went to Midwest Mayhem, I don't think, but I went to ITB Midwest. What was it called back then? Okay, so you had ITB and Indy, right? The mm-hmm. big ITB. Yep. And then you had the Lexington version of it. Yeah. They did it in Masterson Station Park, and this was in early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I think my pictures are from like 2001, 2002. It was awesome then. Oh, I'll be honest with you, it was awesome when I went. But it was, it was ITB, and, and I don't think it was privately ran or anything. I don't even remember who ran it the last time. I mean, but, I, I loved it in the Masterson Park because Masterson Park is right. nice. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's see. I'm trying to think of an actual name. <clears throat> I'm blanking, but I have drove to several shows and hours and show up, and there'll be like five, six, seven. You know, it amazes me. That's heartbreaking. That it, well, it is, but then like. When you get to shows like that, people are so busy trying to give excuses on why they suck. And, okay, I realize it makes me sound like an asshole. But spend the time, instead of making excuses, spend the time actually taking good advice and doing things. You know, Facebook is not your only source of advertising. No. I don't care how connected it makes you feel. 
if you're not out head hunting, if you're not out talking to people, if you're not shaking the trees and mm-hmm. making phone calls and kissing babies and patting hands. That's and, true. Well, I mean, we can't do any of that now because of COVID-19. <clears throat> oh, yeah, but yeah. Um, but, I mean, how, how's this going to affect advertising now that you say that? How's it going to affect everything, dude? Uh. I'm, I've told you before, I'm very trepidatious to my early shows. I've got a couple coming up in less than a month, and I'm nervous. I oh. mean... I'm committed to one of them, well, and know, I'm going to go. The thing is that there's too many people on the Internet that are believing propaganda, and they believe that this isn't as bad as what they say it is. You know, I have seen autopsy results from uh, COVID-19 patients. Mm, the things that it does to the lungs. Horrifying. People, yeah, I mean, there's just, Jesus Christ, it, it is not. I know, and I know at this point people are sick of hearing about it, but that doesn't make it any less of a threat. You can't just will away something oh, yeah. and hope that it's, like, safe. Like, you know, how many times have you sit there and thought, oh, my God, I hope that pregnancy test isn't positive. <laughs> and oh, no matter God. how hard you think <laughs> so on it, times. it doesn't change it, you know. And, and uh, But it, but anyway, my point is is that it is scary right now, and I'm I'm really, really nervous about that and i'll go on record saying that you know a lot of people are saying i ain't worried about it well you know i am you know it's the ones that are they want freedom and they don't want to wear a mask i'm like if you don't wear a mask we're never gonna have show season again i love that people think it's people being gestapo about it this is not it's not the fucking ss it is not they're not going to throw you in the gas chamber because you don't wear your mask it is a suggestion but a highly highly thought out suggestion and Going to shows wearing a mask is going to suck. I'm oh. going to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, people should think of this way. Uh, I myself, I have a chronic pulmonary disease. Just me, myself, and I. What? And I have a chronic pulmonary disease. Yeah, okay. Uh, and if you were walking around asymptomatic and you're coughing, you didn't wear a mask because you believe this is a, a Nazi thing where they're forcing you to do some shit, and you cough, and I'm wearing a mask, but my mask is made to filter you. It's made to keep me from spreading anything I have. So I get to breathe in what you have, and Dude, you I'll be honest. Me. I'll be honest with you. If, if you fucking cough at me at this point, I'm going to punch you. Oh, absolutely, and I'm going to let you punch them. Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah. I have literally, some old man in the local hardware store the other day was up in my personal space. Oh, my God. And, and I, not really nicely, I'm like, hey, man, how about my six feet here? <laughs> did you really? And, well, of course I did, what, Shay. It what, gets what, worse. What, what, let what, me finish the story okay, here. Okay, okay, asshole. Well, anyway, <laughs> he just kind of looked at me with these just like, inbred hybrid doe eyes you know and just kind of looked at me and you could just like slow motion see sweat pouring off of his brow and i'm sitting there thinking this guy's probably got a temperature and he never moved uh, i'm like man give me six feet or i'm gonna show you the fucking door <laughs> and i wasn't trying to be some uh, hard ass or anything he's probably like nine inches taller than him too isn't you well it doesn't matter it's yeah. just the point man this is so scary and i've got kids and i'm you know around my parents who are not young and God, I hope they don't ever hear me say that. <laughs> and that scares me to death yeah. that I could be taking something back there just exactly. because I want to get out, you know? Yeah, I mean. Oh, I can't just, wait to not freaking wear gloves and a mask to Walmart. You know, uh, the, here's the thing, guys. The masks are actually not for filtering. All right? They are not a filter. Unless you're wearing an N95. Yeah. All they do is keep you from spreading water poly- particles into the air. It, it doesn't filter all of it, but it, some is better than none. You have seen the meme floating around that shows the two guys not wearing pants peeing on each other. Yeah. And then it shows one guy wearing pants, and he's peeing on himself, and the other guy's, 
you know, wherever. And it's like, so if one of you all is wearing pants, then you're only getting like half the exposure. Mm-hmm. And then like it shows them both wearing pants, peeing on themselves. And it's like, if you're both are wearing pants, you know, at least you're keeping it to yourself. Exactly. And that's kind of the point of those masks. Yeah, it's not a perfect solution, but you're keeping from spreading it at least. And, you know, I mean, there's a couple of shows coming up. I am going to DJ them. I get my word that I will. It's scary. And it really does make you stop and think. And it's going to suck wearing a mask in oh, this yes. hot summer weather oh, it's gonna for so 10, bad. 12 hours or whatever we are that we're there. We're going to get some light-colored masks. Like all I don't know, man. I, I wish <clears throat> one of the clothing vendors would step up and make a cool face mask. Oh, that'd be awesome. at this point, I'd like to have a few with a breathable filter in it just so I don't have to wear a flu mask. Or, yeah, I'm, well, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to put my 3D printer, and I'm going to print myself a plague mask, and I'm going to walk around with it on. Dude, at this point, I'm totally down with a plague mask. <laughs> put me in a plague doctor outfit with a mask, steampunk goggles, and a top hat. Oh, hell yeah. That's and that is, that is how I will DJ I actually wanted to dress as an Amish if two you, years ago. If you DJ like that, will you get like what's on boards with the Amish or plague mask? What's, no, what, what, scratch boards. Is that what it's called? Scratch boards. Yeah. You like the ones in the turntables? Yeah. The turntables? Yeah. 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 You need to get some of those and wear a plague doctor outfit. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. You should, though. Because when I say I DJ, I mean that I play music and talk. (laughs) I have absolutely no talent at all. Don't don't tell any of my clients. Have Have you ever tried it, though? Have I tried it? Yeah. Really? You you use turntables? Oh, my God. 90s all over again. Zach Morris. Well, I didn't say I was any good at it. (laughs) Zach, Zach did not DJ. Uh, wasn't that an episode? I don't know. I don't know. All that stuff's kind of a blur to me. I can remember his big phone. <laughs> Looked like it caused cancer just walking around with it. So I was looking at pictures of Mike Shartis's old Ranger, which is the white sailing that Shannon Bullis owns now. Beautiful truck, yes. Awesome truck. I can't wait to see it in person. It's killing me when he went and got it. I so want to go with him. I, no, I've, never um, seen, I've never seen one in person. Either. No, and I tell you what, I expect that he will have that and the convertible at Revolution. Mm. And that is like, I'm really excited to see that. I'm hoping that Revolution will actually... You know, oh, dude, Revolution will be okay. Yeah. It's at the end of August. I think it will be fine. But anyway, let me get back to this before my ADD kicks in. Okay, go ahead. So, talking about big phones... One of the original installs, and I believe it was in either CSR or CA&E, uh, Cardio and Entertainment Magazine, he was a cover, if I'm not mistaken, of that. And they did, it was an all-pile system. We're talking like 92, 93. Yeah, back when pile was good. Yeah, pile, pile drivers, you know. Yeah. Well, anyway, color match bag phone, console phone, right in the middle. Oh, my God. So, anyway, Dad actually found a bag phone the other day mm-hmm. in the building, and I'm going to see if Shannon wants it to complete his bill because it just makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, i bag sorry. Phone, you God. said big phone. It just popped into my head. Man, I can remember those things. I think Revolution is a go. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, I'm almost sure of it. But I think it's going to be a success. Oh, I hope so. I I've really seen do. his awards. They're awesome. <clears throat> Everything around the show, he's checking all the right boxes. He's doing the right things. It looks unbelievably professional. He's yeah. got a great location, and yeah. the town is awesome. Well, his trophies are beautiful, too. His trophies are beautiful. But on top of that, the location is great because it's not far from anything. In Middlesbrough, you're an hour from Knoxville. You're an hour and a half, if that, from Tri-Cities, Tennessee. And there's food all around it, isn't there? There's food all around it. There's actually Lovely. a really good steakhouse on Main Street. I've never ate there, but everybody recommends it. I'm blanking on the name. This is something Seth... Uh, you know, Sith Lord of the Sweater Vest, Seth, actually <laughs> told us about once. But I've had several of the Middlesbrough Clinic employees. Remember my buddy Star over there, right? Yeah, but you She told me about it. Do, do they realize how picky of an eater you are? Well, 
Probably not. Yeah. You know, when I, you go and tell me that a place is good, I know that it's it's beyond immaculate. I hear this is good. Oh, okay. But then again, you know, I have found flaws in very nice steakhouses before too. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, There's so a, let's talk about food in Middlesbrough. So I've kind of got an idea. I've not talked to I've not talked to Stephen about this yet. But my company, your former company, mm-hmm. Quitter, um, <laughs> they they have a clinic over there uh-huh. with a nice parking lot right there on the four lane. Yeah. So my thought process is for the LCD podcast slash whatever to do maybe some free hot dogs and a free cookout oh, on awesome. Friday night before the show. That'd be great. I don't know if Steve has plans for a Friday night pre-party or anything like that, but we have a parking lot with great visibility and I love to grill stuff. I think we should drag the grill over and cook hot dogs and well, for free. I mean, we're going to bring the trailer over there anyways. Why not just throw the grill in there with it? You know, at this point, whether you want to or not, I'm making you drive one of my trucks <laughs> in our trailer. Well, it's look. A, it's okay, man. I can, I can get, if I, if I do bring my truck, I can get somebody to drive it. It's not a big deal. Okay, that's cool. Well, it's like this, man, is I got to have my DJ gear over there, obviously. Yes, you know, absolutely. He's paying me. Let's, let's be honest here. <laughs> but I want to take the truck in many colors. Uh-huh. It's going to be August. I do not expect to have air conditioning by then, so I'm going to trailer it. And I really don't want to cram all of my DJ gear into the cab of the Silverado. Why but don't then, you have a camper top? An old man camper top. Because only Alan Williams and Shannon Bullis can freaking find camper tops, and I can't, and they're crazy expensive. I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. I just say it would make your life so much easier if you had a camper top. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it'd make my life easier if I had enough money to buy a brand new diesel and actually get a two car and not worry about it. My, my buddy actually just bought diesel yesterday. Ugh. Big six point seven Cummins. Thanks with this, man. Right now, because of the zombie apocalypse, there's some really good deals to be had. You know, yep. I've been looking at a white extended or a white four door long bed four wheel drive F three fifty. My dream truck. Nice. Less than fifty thousand. New. And I'm I'm not seeing a a, a diesel F three fifty. Less than fifty thousand in years. So I don't know. So I I, I want to buy a uh, big Peterbilt to haul mine around <laughs> on, and I'll be honest with you, man. I found some that are like ten thousand dollars. You know my buddy J T Blair, right? Yeah. He had he had he sold. I think it was a three eighty nine. His bagged black Peterbilt. Remember oh. that was a Harry H word lot. Uh, anyway, yes. he sold it. He's replaced it with another truck, and I'm sure it'll be just as immaculate. But there's so many times. And I know he's crazy busy. There's so many times I'm thinking, you know, I really wish I could talk him into just hauling me at a couple of trucks to a show somewhere. <laughs> when I used to go to show fest, that was common. Yeah. Tractor trailers showing up with three trucks, five trucks, and it was just unreal. And then a lot of your top name vendors, you know, extensive, build extensive and stuff like that, they haul with at least medium duty trucks, if not, you know, tractor trailers and stuff. Yeah. So I don't I know. Two car would be so sweet to have. Nah, I'm, I'm, yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. So anyway. Anyways. Let's see. What else is on our wish list here? But no, seriously, <laughs> I'm thinking before Revolution, I think that we may get together and actually do a free cookout for many truckers to show up. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun, too. As and long as I can work out some insurance liability issues and stuff like that, I, I think it'd probably be a go. I, I can't imagine. We'll just, you know, it wouldn't be much to fund out of our pocket. They don't expect, expect prime rib. Expect oh, no. ballpark you, or you RS. No, you all ain't getting ballpark either. I'm going to buy a hundred hot dog pack from Save a Lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm going to feed them to you guys. Just the one that come in white packages that just say, like, meat wieners on Yes, them. those ones. Those ones. So don't come here expecting anything fancy, all right? I'm cheap. 
Oh, God. Okay. Anyway. You come for the fun times, not for the food. Two liters of Mountain Holler. <laughs> Mount. Is that a thing? Oh, my God. It sounds awful. No, there's something we've never done, and we're now, is this our ninth episode? Uh, I think this is our ninth episode. Uh, we're now nine episodes in, and we have not done the generic Mountain Dew challenge yet. Next episode. Oh, wait till I get that pineapple flavored one. Ooh. Oh, you're drinking well, it. You no, screwed yourself. Well, don't, you set up this deal. Don't tell me what it is. Oh, no. I want you to know what you're having to drink because I know you hate the sound of it. Oh, anyways. God. Well, pineapple is just gross anyway. You really don't like pineapples? No, I don't like Man, pineapples. Man, pineapples, you fry that on the grill with some uh, chicken and some pine, some peppers and some onions. Grilled pineapples? Mm. Okay. Mm. I'll give you that. But a, mm. just a cold, fruity, just... Ugh, pineapple. Man, I don't man. know. It's just I don't know what's nasty. wrong with you. It's delicious. A lot. Especially <laughs> according to my psychologist. So, anyway, what was this episode about? I don't know. Hot dogs, I think. Hot dogs. Yeah. Generic hot dogs. Meat wieners. <laughs> yes. But anyway. But I no. think it's funny when they come here and I bring up that pack of meat wieners and feed it to them. But we're going to be taking a couple of trucks, personally. And you're going to be driving one. I'm going to be driving the big trailers, so I got you in that one. God, no I hate trailers. Well, I'm going to teach you. It's okay. <sighs> we'll figure it out. God, I hate trailers. We all got to start somewhere, man. <laughs> Scotty and John were a lot of fun. They gave us some very serious, insightful things. It was a very, very educational episode. I'd say it was. Cool. I, I hope that someone that's on the cusp of joining a club, that this is the thing that pushes them over the edge. I think everybody should be in the club. I do. I think everyone should be in a club. I uh, want somebody to reach out to us, especially in our region. Oh, absolutely. That has started a new club. I mean, we'll profile them. We'll talk about it and stuff. Oh, yeah. you know, we'd love to. We might even put you on the 13 minutes of Oh, fame. God. Okay. Let's, let's throw that out there. I like that idea. If there is a new club, preferably in eastern Kentucky because we're lazy. Yeah. And we'd like to kind of... Well, no, I guess it don't matter. We're going oh, yeah. to call them. Okay, local club, and I say local in the mountains, has to be in the mountains. That is that is one thing I will stick on uh-huh. because, no offense, I don't care if a new club starts in Lexington, Kentucky. It affects I me mean, none. I mean, like, literally, there's probably ones popping up there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's here where there's no if population. If you are listening and you have been involved in a new club that has started in the last year or so, we want to put you or your President, if people still do officers, I don't really know. Yeah, you well, do that. They do I them, think it's it, kind of silly. And you do them, but they have no purpose. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, anyway, if you're involved in a new club in this region, a new club, not 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 a chapter. Yeah, pff, not a chapter. So sick of everybody chaptering out. No, no, it has to be a brand new local Absolutely. club. Yes, if with you're its a, own original name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like It'll Twisty be, Boys. Like Twisty Boys. Twisty if you name some Twisty Boys, we sure would. We'll, we'll Twisty Boys, I'm going to buy your logos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. New club, reach out to us. Somebody out there has to be listening that is involved in a new club and let us put you on our next 13 minutes of fame. That'd be great. Yes. Okay. Anyway, what else, man? Because um, there's a million things I could talk about, but you know, I'm wieners. sure. Meat wieners. Meat wieners. Meat <laughs> <laughs> winners and mountain holler. That's how you know you've came to the LCD that is, cruise. That is exactly what we will be serving. Hey, what are we gonna call it, man? For real? I think you just named it Meat Wieners and Mountain Holler. Oh my God, yes! The first annual Meat Wieners and Mountain Holler pre-revolution <laughs> cookout. <laughs> oh my God! That's God, a, sounds like a really gross meal. That is a five dollar fiver logo waiting to happen. I cannot wait to <laughs> talk to somebody from Pakistan be... and try and explain my deal here. <laughs> a hot dog wiener hugging 
<laughs> oh my god! Oh, so gross. Oh my god! This goes right along with our ideal for like uh, LCD underwear. I guess we have to bring them good condiments, though, right? You mean like Duke's mayonnaise and like misspelled Heinz ketchup? Yes. Or whatever we can steal from the, steal from the pilot station down the road. <laughs> pretty well. Go in there, get handfuls of ketchup packets. <laughs> Like, we need this for the two-liter we just bought. Oh, my God. That'd be so gross. So gross. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm down for this. I'm really excited about that. Well, I, a, I would like to just have go to a cruising that has many truckers. You know, you know, JR is actually attempting to do a, I guess, kind of a social distancing mini trucker cruise on Saturday. I think the weather's going to suck. He's such an optimist. I love it. I got a kick out of it today. He posted this, this picture of the forecast. It's like Saturday was like, you know, partly sunny, and every day – in either direction for three days was thunderstorms. Oh, He's that's like, great. weather looks great. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> I love you, but no, it don't. <laughs> you know how it is here? It literally just kicks down one way or the other, and it's going to happen, that thunderstorm is. I'm getting to the point I'm getting so stir-crazy about things. I bought a new flashlight mount for my ZR2, and I'm excited. That is random. I'm excited random? about it. A flash, flash? I'm excited to, really? to put four screws in something and mount a flashlight, a little baby. <laughs> yeah, oh, here it is. See? Huh. Yeah. Kids again. Yeah, little baby maglight. I actually bought that. Just... God, I feel like it's 1997 and I'm spray painting kick panels, but I swear I'm so stir crazy. Hey, Any little thing is exciting to be right spray now. Spray paint everything, man. Spray paint nation. National. I had a white 86 Toyota. I think I've talked about it here before. It's one with the fake pumps. Well, it was real pumps. They were just never hooked up to anything. <laughs> the one I took the tailgate off so I could cruise around and people would see my hydraulic pumps that actually weren't <laughs> hooked up to anything. That interior was purple corduroy door panels because Walmart didn't have tweed, and back then I didn't know where to buy it. And then uh, the all of the interior panels, they were yellow spray-painted, but they were blue panels to start off with. So and I didn't know that yellow and blue made green. So after three <laughs> days, all of my panels were bright green. <laughs> I was never very so, smart. So you painted it yellow? Really yellow? Dude, it was like the late 90s, oh, early man. 2000s. The thought of yellow makes me sick in my stomach to think about. It added five horsepower. It was a Toyota. <laughs> I don't, do they it get only more? had 38 horsepower to start <laughs> off with. I say, did, does it improve the life on them, or does it make... Obviously not, being that it's sitting in a field somewhere in Laurel County, Kentucky. Really? And it has been for probably the last 20 years. It probably still runs. I'm sure it's been scrapped. It's a fork. I mean... <laughs> it, it doesn't run, man. It's a tin can. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's it true. Is, you know, after is. it gets diced up so far, they ain't really much left. Cash for clunkers. Cash for clunkers. I and mean, that's actually a possibility in cash for clunkers thing. Did you see that gas was going up today? No, no. Yep. Don't tell me awful it's, stuff. It's like went that. up a dime. We need to go back down a dime. Mm-hmm. Nope, it's back to now that states are, in my opinion, erroneously opening up far too early, Yeah, the gas demand Agreed. will increase, and yeah. it's going to shoot up pretty hard again because people are stir-crazy. This will be Once this is all clear, if it's all clear this mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. the travel will be out of this world, I think. The well, problem is, is right now people are just so trepidatious, man. You know, what's funny is that I have uh, about 150 gallons of gas now. Oh, okay. In tanks. Just like randomly? You know, I went and filled them up when all this gas got cheap because I'm not paying for that stuff. Well, you know that that gas doesn't last forever, right? Oh, no. Man, I drive everywhere. Okay, well, fair enough then. Man, I don't have to talk to anybody. I'll just drive by their house. My window's up. It doesn't bother me none. <laughs> is, um, this, is this a stereo thing? Oh, no. I, well, no, no. I drive by the windows down full volume. Full volume. Yeah. No, if you're not going full send, you ain't doing Dude, nothing. Dude, right now, 
who you fronting with. Both of us are former stereo guys that don't have shit to show right yeah, that's now. That's true. I do. So, I do have an eight-inch subwoofer in a box. <laughs> <laughs> I have four ten-inch subwoofers in a box. Literally, Ooh. the box they came in in my garage. <laughs> I got some parts, I guess, laying around. That's yeah, about all I got. I've yeah. got a do a build your own stereo install kit, so <laughs> I just gotta assemble it. Yeah, that's always the fun part, isn't it? This has been a this has been an interesting episode. Uh, yeah, um, it has. It's been all over the place. We did you like meat wieners and did, meat wieners? Uh, the the meat wiener and mountain holler first annual LCD pre resolution cookout. God, can we make that name any longer? God, it's a really long name, but it'd be funny to have a really long name too, though. Dude, I'm gonna put a banner. I'm going to make it so big. Yeah, absolutely. In, in fact, get a banner design that literally looks like it was poorly thought out and they had to overrun all the text to one side. Yes, I would yeah. love that. <laughs> oh, totally God, I would so love that. And it should be one of those generic-ass Pepsi banners, you know, where they have their Pepsi <gasps> logo to the left of it. <laughs> yes, and I, I, I really want the Mount, be a Mountain Dew jug getting hugged by a, a hot dog winner. Dude, I'm fine with that, but it has to be Mountain Holler. It can't, be, just, it can't be a good brand. No, Mountain Holler yep. only. Yep, 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 oh. yep. I'm fine with that. Oh, that would be so great. God, and I, I want to have the big goofy eyes. I wish. Oh, of course. Of course. Oh, a, big goofy eyes. It'd be a dancing legged and white gloved hot dog with yes. goofy eyes. Oh, it's uh, perfect. Yep. 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 I oh. wish I had artistic ability because <laughs> I can envision this and I have zero. Is this going to be a hashtag for this episode? Oh, hashtag meat the, the meat wiener and mountain holler first annual pro <laughs> pre-revolution cookout. And yeah. What's going to suck is that they'll be sold out of mountain holler when this comes around. And we've got to give mountain holler. People travel here for it. They want What's Mountain Holler? Well, it's okay. We can always it's go. Pure with, sugar is what it is, boys. God, it's terrible. Oh, my we, God. We can always go with default like Mountain Lightning, Mountain Thunder, or Mountain Mist. Oh, Mountain Lightning. Which one is that? I think Mountain Lightning is Walmart. Is Walmart? Okay. I think. Or is that Mountain Thunder? I don't know at this point. Mountain, I know they're all green locos. Mountain Holler is Save-A-Lot, and it has a cartoon picture of Norman Reedus on the side of it. Oh, that's wonderful. Is it's not a, meant to be Norman Reedus, but it's so it obviously like, Norman Reedus. It's it's really sad. You know, this will go the whole thing that people don't understand. Sugar is not a flavor. Why do we? Why do people listen to us? I don't know. Nor do I. I don't or know. Even, even the nine or the eight. Eight. Even, at, even the hateful eight that listened to us. Oh, oh. Yeah, we like moved down half one is what you're saying. Well, hateful eight and a half just sounds weird. That's and true. Naughty nine just sounds just a little fuck. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, but, you fine. know, not necessarily what we're going to do here. <laughs> donkey noise. Donkey noise. Uh, <sighs> Jeffrey Diller donkey noise. Oh, my God. It was great. Well, we talked about everything? Uh, I think we could cover things that didn't matter, too, on top of that. Well, that's what we usually do. Yeah, that's true. That's I mean, true. let's face it. I don't think people really listen to us for things that matter. No, probably but we are either. creative. That's true. There's nothing on here that will ever make any sense. Well, then why would we do it if it was going to make sense? That's, that's no problem at all. I don't see a problem with that. I'm bored anyways at the house. Next episode, you want to talk about, I don't know. The normal stuff we talk about? Yeah. Cruising clothes, meat wieners? Oh, meat wieners. Yeah. That's going to be our new like, twisty boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that this club that comes out is is twisty boys, and they come to the show with twisty boys banners. I'm telling you. I'll buy, I'll buy the banner. Oh. I'll, yeah, buy I'll pitch da- in on that. I'll man. buy their damn banner. Oh. If, if somebody starts twisty boys, I will buy their damn banner. <laughs> Yeah, so whoever's out there that is not in the club, you start Twisty Boys, you come to the LCD. Oh, what is it? Meat Wieners and Mountain Holler. Meat Wieners and Mountain Holler first annual pre-revolution cookout. <laughs> Sponsored by LCD Podcast. <laughs> it's literally going to cover the whole thing. And just yeah, it was totally going to be just disheveled looking and spray painted and all. It's gonna, oh, we, we might just make our own banner for it. Oh, I mean, I could probably make that in like 15 minutes and Microsoft Paint is how bad it's supposed to look. 
I think let's wrap this up. What about you, guy? Oh, man, it's good, man. Let's go for it. For my co-host, Shay Mullins, I am LMC. And you have listened to even more than an hour for the... Ninth time. Ninth time. What? What? Ninth show. I guess it's the ninth episode. Yes, you've listened to more than an hour of the ninth episode of LCD Podcast. If this is your first podcast, I'm sorry. If this is the last one you've listened to in the series, you've listened to all of them, I'm also sorry, especially for those first few. Yeah. I mean, granted, our audio quality isn't perfect yet, but it's a heck of a lot better than it was right at the beginning. That's true. I went back and listened to the first one. I'm like, oh, my God, how in the world did anybody stand that? They, They, you know, were fun to listen to. If you, for some sick reason, sick, depraved, sad reason, actually enjoy the things that we talk about or like what we do, jump out and reach us on Facebook at LCD Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, even though I don't do a very good job of updating it. I need to be better. At LCD Podcast, I need to take a lesson from our buddy Jamie Swift and from Mini Truck Cult because he does an excellent job of Instagramming, and I suck at it. Social media sucks. If you want to find us on YouTube, we're almost to 100 subscribers, Shay. Oh, so We're getting close. close. Oh, and get this. This episode commemorates us 250 followers on Facebook. Oh, look at that, yes. boys. That's what I'm talking about. 250 followers. So that means at the Meat Wiener Festival. Meat Wiener, Meat Wiener Festival. <laughs> that sounds like a renaissance fair. We're going, we should video some of it and put it on YouTube if you guys get us to 100. Oh, God. If we, if, we, if we can't get to 100 YouTube people by August of 28th. Yeah, that's true. We should quit. Yeah. I mean, it's just really sad at that point. It's That's just true. pitiful. That's true. Once again, if you like what we do, please find us on social media. Like, share, and subscribe. That is what helps us grow. If you have feedback, God, we want to hear it. Don't ever hesitate to send us yeah, a message. Yeah, fine. No matter what. We, and we've got one or two here recently. Yeah, yeah, we have. No matter what, we will respond to every message, even if we don't necessarily agree with your assessment of us. <laughs> For LMC, I'm Shay Mullins. Once again, you have wasted an hour listening to... You're Shay Mullins. Did I say that? You did. Are you shitting me? No, you you didn't. Yep. Time to go. I love cults. Remember that I love cults and I'm Shay. (laughs) For for my co-host Shay Mullins, I am LMC. And once again, you've listened to an hour of the LCD podcast. Thank you for making us your voice of the low life. Say goodnight, Shay. I love cults. He loves cults. Mm, See y'all next time. Twisty boys. (laughs) Meat wieners. I reckon it looks like you've done wasted half an hour or more listening to the voice of the low life. <laughs> You're still in the spirit. Don't fret. Them boys will be back out of their hollers in just a week or two with the next part of this fine episode. Thank you for listening to the Lowest Common Denominator podcast with your host, Lee and Shay. See y'all next time. <laughs> <laughs>